Welcome to the Lazy Heretic Podcast, where we talk about life, theology, the Bible, pop culture, the news, and anything that comes across our minds as we have a conversation. Join the Lazy Heretic and Papa Tay as we go through Season 3. Well, it is good to be back with you for this Episode 5 of Season 3 of the Lazy Heretic Podcast. I am Jason the Lazy Heretic, and with me, as always, my faithful buddy, companion, mate, Papa Tay. How are you, bro? Oh, Jace, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm excited to be here and for what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, you've got the topic for us this time. Uh, I think you had the topic for us last time as well. Potentially, I'm just full which, of full of ideas, you know, bro. You're just chucking out the wisdom. That's what you're chucking out, mate. The wisdom of Taylor. It's great. And so, uh, why don't you uh, introduce that topic to us, and then uh, we'll just we'll just go, mate. We'll just go. Well, so the topic. It was quite interesting. I was I was um, sitting listening to a few friends. Uh, have a conversation around politics, which is, you know, very prominent. In, That's in what's happening this time of year, yes, in, in New Zealand and, and even in America. We've crossed election years, and so everyone's talking about everyone else's politics. It's great. And it's just, uh, it's just getting, it's getting rather heated, I would say, in, in, yeah, bro. in the political sphere. And uh, what I noticed is, is it was never about uh you know what the what the good things that you know their political party is doing or what the good things yeah. that are happening yeah. um it's always about the negatives of the the opposition yeah and, so it's like oh i'm for this right-wing party and you're for this left-wing party here's what's terrible about this particular party and then they're yelling back oh but your party is terrible because of this this and this and so there's none of this hey by the way here's a really great policy that will help a lot of people or that will help the environment or that will help businesses or, or whatever. Is that, that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah. And there's no, there's no sense of collaboration or, or a desire to um, accept, uh, you know, accept that, you know, an opposition party could actually do something good. Um, yeah. And and we all, you know, just agree that, you know, for, for this one, one thing they've done is, is, actually really great work mm. um which is a very interesting situation um mm. and so kind of the topic head um that i'd like to put on tonight is stop defining ourselves in the opposite yeah yeah uh, yeah that's so, good and it, i think that's really relevant uh, just generally because you go online <laughs> if you're brave enough to venture onto Twitter. Twitter's kind of where it's at with this sort of stuff, I think, uh, where people have these massive debates. And it is so partisan on Twitter, and it is so extremely opposite that, uh, you know, you can't help but have people define uh, you or, or themselves by what they're against because everyone is railing against everyone else and judging everyone else and you know, kind of jumping on whatever mistake the opposition has made, you know, and just going, ah, oh, see how terrible you are and your guys are a hypocrite and your guy's not a real, you know, leader, yeah, and, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's been pretty crazy. I mean, I, 
I, I call myself a dirty centrist now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even call myself left or right wing or conservative uh-huh. or, or socialist. I just yeah. call myself a dirty centrist, um, which everyone kind of looks at me funny and, and then they don't really understand what I mean by a dirty centrist. And I'm like, oh, hey, it's this weird policy where I, you know, I care for people, but I also want to yeah. see, you know, <laughs> the planet looked after and, and then I understand the, you know, concept yeah. of economics yeah. uh, and so the concept. <laughs> you know we can't just give everything away for free and that's right it, you know it not to potentially turn out bad um yeah so so it's quite an interesting situation and and you know it, it reminds me of of some really basic teaching um from the bible and and i'm and i pull out uh Matthew 20, which yeah. is the parable of the workers in the vineyard. And this is something that I, you know, I tend to refer to a lot, um, especially in today's society, especially when talking to youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even with, you know, my own friends, which is, you know, the par- parable of the vineyard, uh, if I'm going to very quickly paraphrase, uh, talks about basically um, don't be, uh, from a theological perspective, um, don't be mad at someone who becomes a Christian you know, on their deathbed, if you've been a Christian yeah. your entire life. Yeah. Um, but there's actually, I think there's a lot a bigger breadth for that because I think um, within that there's one of my favorite, you know, sayings, which is comparison is the thief of all joy, mm. um, which is a really interesting um, structure for today's society, which is based, you know, ho- you know, very superficially, very um, social media, very, yeah. uh, you know, focusing Image on, driven. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and, and when, you know, you see a lot of, um, obviously, suicide's a massive problem here in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the highest teen suicide rates in the world. Um, we've seen, you know, per capita, we're seeing, you know, massive struggle with mental um, instability and and depression and anxiety and huge huge amounts. And that's not that's not uncommon in, in the entire world today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, this this idea of comparing ourselves or putting making who we are as a as a combative nature against the things yeah. in the world um yeah i think um just quickly on that as well our system of uh consumerism lends itself to that as well in that people are always trying to outperform each other or you know you're looking at the latest thing that you can consume and and that will define you over and against something else so you have people who are like oh i'm a iphone person and other people like no i'm an android person you know and or or um people who prefer one brand of clothes over another brand of clothes and they're like nah this is this is it you know and and so there's all this definition of competition against each other and you define yourself in that in that way, you know, mm, which is, I, I'm glad you brought up the iPhone person. I'm actually a, a one plus eight fan myself. So, you know, everyone else is crash. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> um, but I find that quite funny because, you know, the, the quality or the, the, and the software are so, you know, so um, similar in nature and what they, you know, what they accomplish. It's like, well, who gives a crap? Like, it's just mm. whatever you want, really. Mm, um, that's and, right. And that's quite an interesting one because, you know... But people are really emotionally invested in it, though, you know? That's the thing, isn't it? You know, you go, it's... it's you know software. that marketing, just fantastic marketing. I just exactly, I, I, I hold exactly. it up. Yeah. Apple's done a great job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they know how to market, eh? Honestly. Whew. Yeah. Um, so it's yes, it's a very interesting one, and and um, I do believe that you know that um, being you know 
creating an image out of uh, what you disagree with, you know, what you are against, um, rather than who you are, is is becoming more and more popular. You know, okay, I'm going to be, um, you know, anti-Trump. Mm. Why aren't you mm. pro-Biden? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and tell me about Biden and what he's doing and what's great about him. Mm. Um, mm. You know, or if you are pro-Trump, okay, well, why do you like Trump, you know? Yeah. Um, what's the things about him that make you, you know, you, mean that you 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 like them and and so there's it's a very interesting situation um because i think most things become very black and white um in people's minds which as we know the world is not black and white Mm, um mm. i think there's only one very very clear black and white to me which is christ as lord he came to earth to die for my sins outside of that Mm. really i don't have um i mean i have a lot of opinions as you know but um (laughs) really (laughs) But it's, you know, that's that's the defining thing for me. And so, you know, when someone says, oh, are you a feminist? Well, no, I'm not a feminist. Why? Because I don't define myself uh, around these kinds of things or, or even against these kinds of things. So I won't say, you know, I'm anti-feminist. But if I say I'm not a feminist, people assume that my definition of who I am is now against feminism anti yeah which is very interesting because it's not at all and anyone who knows me knows that i'm you know a big supporter of equality and um bringing Mm. that you know through our system in the right way but Mm. you know it's there's an assumption that if i'm not this thing i must be against it Um, which i can't blame people because that is traditionally how people have reacted um you know Mm. i'm against this thing therefore Mm. you know um, and so it's very interesting because it's it's a uh, well how can how can we become more communicative and understanding of each other and listen yeah. to each other's points without becoming uh, hyper aggressive or combative in nature. Yeah. Um, which is very interesting. I was talking to a, a friend the other day who who's a Christian, um, and she was she was talking to me about this exact point that she was really struggling, and she was very pro Trump um, and saying, you know, how can you be pro Biden, blah 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 blah, and that she got really, you know, righteously angry. You know, that she was yeah. telling me she was righteously angry. Um, yes, surprising. It was a woman telling me she liked Trump. Um, but <laughs> it's not as surprising as you'd think, I, I think. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, anyone saying they like Trump in New Zealand is a surprise. But anyway. Um, <laughs> um, but she, and I said to her, I said to her, well, by f- firstly, you need to stop thinking in terms of enemies and allies. Uh, you need to stop being thinking combatively in, in nature. Um, Mm. because I think that, that, you know, how can you come from a place of love if you're coming from a combative um, opinion in your head before you even open your mouth? You've already decided they're an enemy. Well, I guess you're also coming from that place of disunity already. Mm. You know, like you say, you're already, you know, how can we come together and and create something, you know, great and, and that benefits everyone when already you're going, nah, I'm not, you know, you're the enemy. Uh, we're we're um, not going to be united. We don't have anything in common because you sit on one side of the political aisle and I sit on the other. That's not, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not, and potentially yeah. that's the definition of you know, uh, <laughs> you know, un, you know, uh, open, closed-minded. Uh, the definition mm. is, you know, unable to to you know consider that there might be another option. Yeah, um, and yeah. yeah, so that's that was kind of you know the main the main my main thought process around that is you know yeah um, 
let's be able to have discourse and and let's not you know identify ourselves with our negatives but let's identify ourselves with some positives so how do you how do you think we could go about creating that discourse though because it seems like like you say a lot of people already come ready for a fight in many ways um on the defensive or even on the offensive um how can you how do how do you reckon i mean how do you approach those particular uh, situations. I mean, how, how did it how did it work out with you and your friends as you were as you were having this conversation the other day? Well, that's that's quite an interesting um, quite an interesting one uh, to deal with in of itself. I I certainly feel like um, I struggle to have a conversation with um, with people in general because because people don't want to have the conversation, which is fine. And and so. <laughs> And so usually what happens is someone will make a, a bland statement. Um, so, you know, current, current topical um, uh, topic of importance in New Zealand at the moment is we're, we're currently voting for euthanasia. And someone might say, um, you know, oh, it's great that we're, we're voting for euthanasia. Very excited. You know, yeah. you know, and so they're not exactly saying that they they you know believe in it. They're or not. They yeah, they're not it. stating what they're going to vote. Yeah, but they're making it relatively clear. Um, yeah, you know, I'm very excited that we're doing this, and yeah, and so um, it's an interesting one for me because I'll go, oh, that's interesting. Well, okay, do you you know? Ca- let me sit here and say, well, do you actually want to have this conversation? And they say, well, what do you mean? I say, well, you know, I, <laughs> whether I have an opposing view or not, I'll, I'll go, you know, of, often I'll like to take the opposing view just because, you know, that may, is interesting discourse for me. But I'll yeah. say, you know, there's about 30 points in this discussion that I can think of off the top of my head. Do you want to talk about it? It's probably take about half an hour. And yeah. um, most people go, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, and then I go. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah. that's absolutely fine. You know, no stress. Let's move on. Um, can I suggest being very careful about you know the kind of statements that you make? And I, at the very start, I said bland statements, not necessarily bland statements, but but very um, one-sided, provocative statements, assuming that everyone at the table, of assuming that everyone agrees with you, without actually yes. uh, approaching their perspective. Yeah, and so. You know, and, and so what? You know, when I'm, it's almost kind of a what you would say, like an arrogant statement, in that oh, I'm saying this, and of course everyone agrees with me in that sense. Yes, and there's a there's a sense in the media that that everyone should agree with it, and this is unfortunately where I I hear a lot of the the comments about the intolerance of the tolerant left. Mm. So so um, because you know this the loud majority or the loud you know, those who are vocal uh, mm. all agree or the media all agree of, of one perspective or point of view. Therefore, mm-hmm. everyone has to agree on that perspective or point of view. And if you don't, then you're, you must be bigoted. Yeah. Um, and that's a really interesting situation for society to deal with because, you know, how do people with opposing points of view, especially those who are not, you know, maybe as eloquent as speakers or maybe um, find it awkward or hard to discuss these things, but, you know, still think they're important to discuss, how do they mm. then come forward and, and give their opinion without feeling like they're, they're instantly judged or, you know, or thought mm. of as a horrible yeah. person for having an opposing yeah. view? Yeah, I guess um, part of it is is where we get our identity from as well, isn't it? Because a lot of people, 
get their identity from their political affiliation these days. <laughs> and so um, it's it's hard to to separate that out. And when you're talking about something that has to do with your own identity, you're going to get um, very heated about it and, and potentially closed off. Mm. Um, and I guess how do you have that conversation before the voting day? You know, because, of course, you can – you can go into the polling booth and it's anonymous and you vote however you want, you know, um, and you can make your voice heard that way, but how to do it before that. And, and I think that's a really interesting, well, that that's the crux of the matter, right? It's, it's that identity, you know, what mm. is, um, what is your identity and mm. where do you put your identity? Mm. And so if your identity is in your looks, you know, and someone debases your looks, then yeah. suddenly, you know, that becomes difficult. Or you don't get as many likes as you wanted on on your Insta post. Yeah, completely. And and I don't yeah. think I don't think identity is as simple as that. I think often there's many facets of of someone's yeah. identity. So, and, and if you touch on any one of those things, tend, you tend to get a very you know aggressive or, or difficult response. Um, mm. And so it's really interesting. I mean, I, I, I'm certainly not the best. <laughs> um, I know that sometimes I'll get uh, engaged, uh, quite passionately engaged. Uh, my family call me intense. I call myself passionate. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a good reframe, brother. Um, yeah. and, passionately and engaged. Often I'll, I'll have to sit back and I'll, and I'll ask myself the question. And this is something that's trained. It's not, it's not automatic for me. It has, it is a trained response, which is I have to sit <laughs> and think about what I'm doing, consider, you know, is this necessary? Yeah. Is my next comment necessary? Is my next discussion necessary? Is it falling on deaf ears? You know, yeah. and that's a big yeah. one as well. You know, do, do people here really care about this or do they just want to put, forward their idea and then move on and and yeah. that's why is this actually an invitation for discussion completely. or is it just a bunch of people saying what they want and they don't actually don't want to talk about it yeah yeah and, and often and that's why i ask the question i mean it's no one's going to get offended if you say hey do you want to talk about this yeah do you want to go deeper into this because you know or do you... we, could, we could be here a while <laughs> yeah and i mean with me it is it's always you know hey let's discuss the entire you know social political geographic historical <laughs> the whole the whole spectrum brother yeah yeah exactly <laughs> because it all has an effect right in my mind you know i don't forget yeah. things after a week uh which you know tends to be societies um Modus operandi. Yeah. <laughs> operandi. The length of society's memory. Yeah. Seven days. Yeah. So it is it's all over. It is a great, you know, it's a really interesting and, and deep topic. And I really haven't landed on anything particular, um, to be honest. I've just kind of said, you know, be careful <laughs> about what you, you put your identity in. Try yeah. and, and um, not become... You find identity in hating other things, you know, mm. find your identity in, in the good things. I mean, for me, it's mm. find your identity in Christ, but you know, mm. Um, mm. that might not necessarily be, you know, your, your route. Um, yeah. And try and be non-combative if possible. Um, yeah. I'm preaching to myself <laughs> right here, but <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know, being non-combative is really, really important. Um, yeah. to, to, oh, to having good. open and, and honest discourse. Um, yeah. And then try not to be offended and try, try yeah. not to take things personal. Uh, I don't yeah. think many people are aiming at you personally. I think they're aiming at, uh, you know, at a situation. So just, yeah. just you know, yeah, yeah. don't attach yourself personally to things. Yeah, nice, bro. 
Good. Hey, well, we are out of time for this uh, this week's uh, episode, but we're going to come back next time and we're going to touch a bit more on this identity uh, thing because I think, like you said, uh, Papate, it is uh, the crux of the matter. It's the, at the core, you know, when people put their identity in this sort of stuff. So, guys, uh, join us next week on the Lazy Heretic podcast where we talk about our identity and where we can get that. But for now, uh, this is Jason and Papate. We'll say see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Lazy Heretic podcast with Jason the Lazy Heretic and Papa Tay. We look forward to seeing you next time. As always, feel free to like, share, comment, subscribe, send us an email, get in touch. Uh, We would love to hear from you. We'd love to dialogue and chat with you. Until next time, though, be good, and we'll see you on the other side.